Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that could help you sleep, focus, act, or be better? Well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. I know because it's definitely helped me too. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is the only meditation app advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace can really help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has three-minute SOS meditations for you. Need some help falling asleep? They can help you with wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has stuff that you could do with your kids too. And their approach to mindfulness can help you reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Like I said, I use Headspace as well. I used to use it back in the day, then I got off of it for a while to use another tool. But then, honestly, I came back to it, and it's even better. The voicing, the meditation, it definitely, even just with five minutes a day, it really changes everything for me. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Incredible. So you deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash SPI. That's headspace.com slash SPI for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash SPI today. This is a Smart Passive Income Podcast with Pat Flynn, session number 195. Let's start off the year right. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, he'll jump on you when you need a pat on the back, (laughs) Pat Flynn. What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here. Thank you so much for joining me today. I... Just, first of all, Happy New Year to everybody out there. Thank you for those of you who are coming back to the show. If you are listening to this for the first time, thank you for coming on. What we do here is we share information to help you move forward in your business. And we do it in a lot of different ways. Sometimes it's a solo show, but a lot of times, and actually the crowd favorite is featuring success stories from listeners and readers of the Smart Passive Income blog. And I have another one of those for you today. This is Carrie Clark from Speech and Language Kids. I love sharing these success stories in spaces outside of the, I'm just teaching people how to build a business space. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of those, but there's a ton more of people who are building incredible businesses and niches outside of that. They just don't have an opportunity or a platform to share their success stories. And that's what I'm doing here. And actually, this year, I'm going to be sharing a lot more success stories just like this one. These are the ones that I hear that people love the most. They take the most action because of them because they feel that they can relate better to them. And so I hope you're going to feel the same way after listening to Carrie. She is somebody who's built a business as, I mean, she'll tell the whole story. I'm just going to get right into it because we're going to start off the new year right and just help you out. So here we go. This is Carrie Clark from speechandlanguagekids.com, an amazing success story with a lot of great tips and actionable items to help you in your business too. So here we go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and I'm so happy to be talking with Carrie Clark today, somebody who emailed me with a very special message, and I wanted to share that with you. But first, let's just welcome Carrie to the show. Carrie, thank you so much for being here. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on your show. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about this email you sent me. The first one you sent, literally the title of the the subject line of the email was, I'm finally worthy of being a Pat Flynn success story, which obviously caught my eye and I read it. It was awesome. (laughs) Tell me about, let's, let's tell everybody what that means. 
All right. So um, when I started my online business, which was about three years ago now, I kind of had this dream because I, w- I started it because I was listening to your podcast and you had inspired me to start this. And I had this this kind of image in my head of like, OK, one day my business is going to be so successful that Pat Flynn is going to want to have me on his show. <laughs> And so I finally got to the point in August of this year where I thought, you know what, I think I'm there. So I sent you an email and you replied rather quickly and we're like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do it. Yeah. And I'm going to be featuring more of these success stories down the road. And and I just love this. And so first of all, I'm just thankful that you uh, not only listened to the SBA podcast for over three years now, but also took action. This just shows what happens when you take this advice and you actually put it into practice. Now, three years is actually quite a long time for some some people. And, you know, a lot of people in this space are hoping for overnight success and stuff like that. So I think there's a great story I want to get out of you in terms of how you started. So you listened to the show, you decided to get started. Where did you even start back then? Well, um, it's it's kind of a long story. And That's before I <laughs> before I go into all of it, I just want to say when I when I was imagining myself being a success story, I wanted to be the one to tell the story of sometimes it takes a while and you just have to be patient with yourself. Because I remember listening to some of the success stories on your show and thinking, well, I'm working just as hard as that guy and he got there in six months. Why is it taking me so long? So my story is one of patience and persistence and Hopefully that will inspire others to to keep taking action, even when you feel like you're kind of stuck. Yeah, thank you for that, Carrie. And, but before we get into your story, what what is success to you? Like when you say you finally reached a point of success, what does that mean? Well, my my big marker for success was being able to do full time website because I wanted to be able to spend more time with my family and have control over what I was doing with my life. And so that was my big point of okay, if I can do this, I'm going to consider myself successful. And I actually quit my job in May of this year. And I know it was so exciting. And then a couple months after that, I got to the point where I had uh, my first $10,000 plus month. And that was that was when I emailed you because it was like, okay, I I have this figured out. And this is going to actually pay our family's bills. So that was my my success. Well, congratulations to you, Carrie. Uh, This is this is so exciting. I'm I'm excited about how excited you are. You can hear it in your voice. (laughs) And so Let's go back to the beginning. You said it was a long story. Let's let's try and narrow it down. What what did what did you do? Okay, so in in the summer of 2012, I should back up. I'm a speech therapist by training. I went to school for speech therapy. I got a job with my ideal group of kiddos right out of college. I was working with preschoolers, which is just my favorite age. And I was working with the public schools. And it was a little a little disillusioning from what I imagined it. First of all, when you're in school for speech pathology, they say, oh, this is such a great field to be in. You start off at like $60,000 a year. And mm-hmm. then what they don't tell you is if you work in the schools, you get paid the same as a teacher, which if you know any teachers is not super. <laughs> right. Super underserved is what they yes, are. Yes. Yes. So, um, so, you know, the money was not as good as I was hoping. And uh, there was there's just a lot of politics when you work in the schools. The The government tells you a lot of what you can and can't do and who you can treat and who you cannot. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of trouble with seeing children that needed to be helped and having to tell their parents, look them in the eyes and say, I'm not allowed to help your child. Oh, um, so I had and, you know, not all of it's like that, but there were definitely enough situations that I just I was feeling a little frustrated with the job. Mm -hmm. And so over one of my summer breaks, I, um, and that was in, let's see, 2012, 
I was just kind of looking around for information on how to make my money go a little further. And I came across your podcast and started listening to it and was just instantly like, oh my gosh, this is what I need to do. And so I, at that point, I, during that summer, I started the online website, which is speechandlanguagekids.com. I started that. And I also started my own private practice because I knew that it was going to take a while to get the website off the ground. So I just started seeing extra students for speech therapy after my, my school hours. Mm -hmm. So for about a year, I continued to work full-time at the schools. And then I would see one or two clients in my home after school. And then after that, I would work on my website. Wow. You're working hard. (laughs) Yes. And fortunately for me, I have a super supportive husband that, uh, knew that this was my passion and my dream. And he totally supported me and was fine with me spending so much time doing that. And, I cannot thank him enough for that support that he gave me, that he's given me all the way through, but especially right at the beginning when it was so hard. He sounds, he sounds amazing. He is. (laughs) That support support system is really important, actually. Let's talk about that really quick. Like, how did you, like, is this something he always knew you wanted to do? And even when you were getting online, when you weren't seeing success, was he supportive or were there any kind of like, oh, well, you aren't making any money with this yet. So can we not? Well, um, to be honest, I actually started an online business before I found you and it was a total and complete disaster. I was trying to make speech therapy materials in my apartment and mail them to people. Oh, wow. Direct <laughs> it was just, oh my gosh, it was terrible. And he act, that was when we started dating was when I was doing that. So I think by comparison, he was like, wow, this seems like a way better idea. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, he... He was definitely supportive of of seeing that this was something I was interested in and like, hey, you know, whatever works, go for it. Mm. Um, and then, you know, as we get a little farther in my story, there were definitely points where we had to have talks about like, OK, are we are we ready to make this le- next leap? And he always 100 percent was just like, you know, if you think you can do it, then I believe you and we can always go back and try something else if it doesn't work. So that's cool. Yeah, I think that's a big thing people have to realize is a lot of times. It's not a, if you fail, it's over and everything's done. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a, if you fail, then we'll, we'll just try again or try something else. And I think, you know, in, in our minds, we always think it's one extreme or the other. Yes, definitely. Okay. So you started your online site, you're doing your private practice. Like, where did you go and from there? And working at the schools. And working at the schools. Yeah. When, when did things start to kind of sure. change direction for you from so there? So I, um, I did that for a year where I was working all three of those gigs. And then when it time, when it came time to re-sign my contract for the next school year, I, that was, uh, a big sit down moment with my husband. And, and I said, you know, I think I can make this work. I think if I work on the private practice and the website, I think between the two, I can bring in as much money as I was bringing in through the public schools. And so we decided I was going to just quit my job. And I went to the end of that school year, which would have been May of 2013 mm-hmm. and kind of set off on my own. And actually I got an office for my private practice. So I was seeing clients in an office instead of my home, which was fabulous. That's cool. And so then for about another two years, I was doing probably, well, it started off with a majority of my money coming from the private practice. And then I was just working on the website on the side. And then over the course of two years, the website grew and grew and grew. And by May of this year, I was making about $3,000 a month on the website. And so that was the point where I thought, okay, if I devoted all of my time to this website, I know I can make that a very sustainable income. 
Um, and so that was when I actually quit the private practice too and stopped seeing clients altogether, closed the office and just started working out of my home doing just full-time website. And within a couple months, I had it up to that $10,000 that I was looking for. That's very cool. And beyond that, you said you have a little bit more flexibility in your schedule in terms of time with the family and all yes. that stuff too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I have a 20-month-old boy right now who is all over the place and into everything. So <laughs> right, aren't they needs all? a lot of attention. <laughs> That's so awesome. That that that's an amazing story, and I'm so, I'm so thankful for again that you're here to share it. Now, we're okay. So it's funny because when you mentioned you quit your job, I thought you meant your teacher job, but you quit that first, and then your own private practice. Yes. And this reminds me of how a lot of people actually start online businesses, and they don't necessarily start their quote private practice, but they might do something like freelancing, uh-huh. where it's their own stuff, but you still are trading time for money at that point. And then they kind of transition into a website or something online. And, and so I'm, I'm curious now in terms of your website, speechandlanguagekids.com, mm-hmm. what, what are your monetization strategies? How are you able to grow that? Actually, let's go into the history of that website. So when did it start? What was that process like? And kind of how did it grow into something sure. profitable? Okay, so when I started it, I pretty much was just going with the idea of pumping out content until it had enough to make it, you know, a really good robust website. So I was probably putting out two to three new articles each week Mm -hmm. and just going through all of the different questions that people ask, parents ask me about speech therapy. Um, And I actually started it intending to target parents of children with speech and language delays. Um, So I had a bunch of information for parents on there. And later, and I don't even remember when this was, but at one point I started actually keeping track of who was coming to my website, whether it was parents or speech therapists. Mm -hmm. And I found out that it was actually like 80% speech therapists that were coming to my website. Oh, no way. So I totally had to like change directions without alienating the rest of my audience, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which was a challenge. But yeah, so I started it for parents and I didn't actually, well, I had tried a couple ways to monetize it early on. I tried um, affiliates, links, and I just, people just didn't buy through them. So Mm -hmm. I just didn't have much going on there. I tried, um, I made all of those little speech therapy products that I had made in my apartment and mailed to people before, I turned those into digital products and sold those for like a couple bucks on the website. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was getting like a couple bucks here or there, but it just wasn't, I mean, it was not anything to live off of. So I eventually ended up turning those into, you just had to give me your email address to get them. And that was huge for growing my email list. So uh, that helped yeah. quite a bit. But I didn't actually start monetizing well (laughs) until December of 2013. So that was a little over a year into it. I finally finished my first ebook. And um, the the first month that that was released, I made about $1,500 off of that. So that was, I think that was the first month I didn't lose money on the website. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I was, I was losing like $10, $15, like, you know, just like the hosting fees really. So it wasn't like I was pouring a whole bunch of money into it, but that was the first month that I actually started making money off of it. And that was, you know, well over a year after just pumping out free content over and over again until I had a following. So So how did you um, sell that ebook? So you create the ebook and then I just. I sent an email to my list and I just said, Hey guys, I got this finally made anybody interested and people (laughs) bought it. (laughs) Were you at all worried that nobody would be interested? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I had, I had spent so much time writing it and I, I'm pretty sure that was all while I was pregnant (laughs) was while I was writing that. So it was definitely a labor of love and, um, to actually see people 
buying it and the money coming in was just, oh my gosh, it was mind blowing. That's very cool. And then from there, I I see you're doing other things now, like membership sites and and stuff like that. Yeah. So since that first book, I've written two other eBooks that um, are selling pretty well on the website. And then just this last January, I started a membership portion and that has been huge. That is really taking off. Um, I think what what spurred that was I was listening to one of your podcasts and I couldn't even tell you what episode it was, but one of them about membership sites. And someone was saying, you know, here's here's these membership site ideas and here's why membership sites are awesome. And then I'd also listen to one of your podcasts about the minimal minimal viable product. Is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> minimal viable product, yep. Yeah. So I had kind of, I was kind of mulling these things over and I thought, well, what could I do that people would pay a monthly fee for? And I said, well, I can answer questions and I can do webinars. So I put together a sales page for the membership site and I said, I will answer one member's question every day with a uh, short video, like a five to 10 minute video. I will do a monthly webinar on whatever topic you guys want me to, and I'll put together a Facebook group so we can all chat and and kind of support each other. Mm. So this was targeted for speech therapists, just to kind of help make your job a little easier. And I, I put up kind of a beta test in December of last year and priced it at 40 bucks a month. I was kind of like, well, I don't know what to price it. Let's try 40. <laughs> and I just had like a handful of people that were interested at that price. So I actually let them in and kind of ran it for a month to see how it went. And then I refunded all their money and I said, hey, you guys are going to be my members for life because you helped me get this started. Oh, that's and cool. then in January, I launched it to everyone and I launched it at nine bucks a month the first month. And then those people got to lock in their nine bucks a month if they paid in the first month. And then everybody since then has been coming in at 18 bucks a month. Um, so I got, I got about a hundred people into the group in that first month when it was down at nine bucks a month. And I've gotten three or 400 more people since then. So we're up to close to 500 members now. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. What platforms or platforms are you using to manage that membership? Site. So I have wishlist member set up on WordPress. Okay. Um, and that's how I am like, you know, password protecting all of the content. And then I have Infusionsoft is the shopping cart. And so those two are integrated so that they communicate back and forth. Um, let's see. I think those are the main ones. And then you said the community was on Facebook, correct? Yes. Yeah. I, I thought about doing a forum and I was like, well, people are already on Facebook. So I did the Facebook and I have had a couple people complain that they're not on Facebook and mm-hmm. they wanted access. But for the most part, Facebook has worked just fine for that part. And how important is that group to the membership site? You know, I did a survey a while back to see you know, what pieces of the membership that people were interested in. And I had, you know, a good portion of people that were interested in the Facebook, but definitely not everyone's using it or really interested in it. I think the biggie is the the webinars and then the the training videos when people have questions. Okay, that's really cool. I'm actually very encouraging to hear that you've done surveys to find this out because sometimes you don't know. And I've heard (laughs) mostly from other people who have membership sites that the forums are actually a, a big component of the membership site. But now that you know that it's not, then maybe that's, you know, you could put your energy and time into something else. And, yeah. and you have been, which is, which is really awesome. And, you know, I want to point out a couple of things you mentioned in an email here when you listed all these bullet points of things we could talk about. <laughs> and again, thank you for that. So you talked about lead pages and how that has helped yeah. you. So I'm an advisor for the company and I'm very excited uh, about hearing that. So I'd love to hear how lead pages specifically has helped you. Sure. I even pulled out some numbers for you today. Nice. I'm, I'm oh, all you know over I it. love numbers. 
All right, so I, okay, so before I started using lead pages, I was getting about 20 new subscribers per day to my email list. Um, and this was just through like a free giveaway on my website. Um, like the I same giveaway had, across the whole website? Yeah, yeah. I maybe had a couple opt-in forms, but it was the, the same like, you know, lead magnet or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I listened to your podcast episode on lead pages. Yep. Are you noticing a theme? I, I listened to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> that one is episode 78 <laughs> probably with Clay Collins. Yep, yep I think uh, it was that very first one you talked about it. And I was just like, okay, this makes total sense. I'm going to do this. So basically what I learned from that podcast was I can do a new giveaway with every blog post I put out. And then that's going to bring in more leads because people are going to be interested in something that's specific to that blog post. So like if I put a blog post out on how to teach the F sound, then my lead magnet for that one would be a whole set of flashcards of words that contain the F sound. So it makes a perfect complement to what they just read. So it's basically like, okay, here's how to do it. And here's the materials that, that will make it easier for you to do it. So I would, I basically just made a new lead magnet for every blog post. And I went from... 20 subscribers today a day to 80 subscribers a day just doing that. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, and so I that was the jump just when I started it. But now that I have a whole bunch of blog posts that have that and they're all bringing in SEO, now I'm at 191 subscribers per day. What? Are you serious? It's crazy. <laughs> that's so awesome. So it's kind of stacked on each other over time and are just yeah. helping you even more. Yeah, yeah. And the, I think the big key there too is that most people in my space right now in the speech therapy or speech pathology kind of niche, they are selling their small therapy materials for 99 cents or a dollar or $2. Mm -hmm. um, there's actually a, a, a website called teacherspayteachers.com where you can go post things that you've made as, a, as an educator and other educators can buy them. And so that's how most people are getting their materials. And so I'm coming along and giving the same quality of materials, but all you have to do is give me your email address. So it's kind of a no-brainer. Right, right. And then they get, they get into your email list and then kind of what happens after that? Well, I was doing, I was using AWeber for a while, which is fantastic. I have no complaints with AWeber. But since I had two or three very distinct segments of my list, so I had parents that were coming to me, I had speech therapists that were coming to me, and then I had a small group of other educators or professionals, so mm -hmm. occupational therapists or um, teachers and that kind of thing. So I kind of had these three distinct groups, and I was having trouble speaking to all of them differently. And what I really wanted to do was when they opted in for one of the free giveaways on lead pages, I wanted them to be automatically segmented into a list. Mm -hmm. And lead pages will let you do that. But AWeber would not integrate with that to let me do it. Right, right. So I went to Infusionsoft. And by this point, I had a pretty big list anyway. So I was ready for some more sophisticated marketing tools. Mm -hmm. And so Infusionsoft let me put that radio dial on each opt-in box. So they say, yes, I want your giveaway. And then they had to pick if they're a speech therapist, a parent, or another educator. And so... That helped me when I did that, that helped my sales a lot because I was able to specifically target what those groups needed. That's very cool. So you're, you're having them self-segment as they're entering their email address. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I had tried like having people segment after they got in and people just didn't click, you know? So I was like, well, if they have to, in order to get it, then they're going to do it. Yeah, very <laughs> so, true. I mean, I'm sure that turns a couple people away, but obviously I have enough people coming in that it's not a big deal. And the programs that you sell are you selling the same program to each of those different segments? You're just kind of framing it in a different way or do you have specific products for those specific segments? 
Yes and no. So the membership site is just for speech therapists. Okay. Um, and the reason for that is because if I have a parent come in and say, hey, this is what my kid's doing. Tell me what I should do. Then I'm essentially doing speech therapy with that child over the Internet. Mm-hmm. And I, in order to do that, I have to have a license in the state where the parent is. And I have to see that child face to face and have some some FaceTime. You know, it could be on the screen, but I would have to, like, set up an actual therapy session. And so in order to keep it ethical and not lose my license, <laughs> that membership program is just open to speech therapists because they can just say, hey, what would you do with a kid like this? And I can say I would do this. So, uh, OK. The membership site is just for speech therapists, but all of my ebooks are written in language that a parent could understand, but it's still helpful for a speech therapist. So that way I can use the same ebooks for all three segments, but I can market it differently. That's very cool. I love that. I think segmenting is super smart. Infusionsoft obviously helps uh, somebody do that. Infusionsoft was too complicated for me, so I used uh, ConvertKit for that, but there's a lot of other tools that do that too. So um, I, I think that's great. And then the other thing you mentioned here that I want to talk about is related to how you've been able to partner with other people in the same space as you, which I think is obviously very important for anybody in any niche. You want to get to know who the other players are so that you can share each other's resources, but also, you know, JV and partner with them in terms of promotion. So how have you been able to to do that? Yeah, sure. Well, I have to say, like, for the first couple years that I was doing this, I was so nervous to approach other people in my space because I just thought, oh, they're going to think I'm, like, trying to, you know, edge in on their their right, space. Steal their or, stuff or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, I just didn't feel confident enough what, in what I was doing. But recently I had another guy. His name is Luke, and he works at – or he does homespeechhome.com. And so we pretty much are targeting the exact same market, but he's more into apps and I'm more into the ebooks and the membership portion. And so we started talking and we were like, you know, I feel like there's a lot that we could do together to kind of build off of each other's momentum. And we're pretty much at the same level in our businesses. So we decided to do a speech therapalooza, <laughs> which speech was speech therapalooza is like I an named event. It. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> So we made an online event and it wasn't like a conference. It was more like just a fun hangout. So we actually, we used Google Hangouts and we did Google Hangouts on air and we had about three or four other speech therapy bloggers come on with us and we all just went round robin and talked about some fun ideas for back to school. So it was around back to school time. Mm. Um, and we, you know, we got on and we just had a bunch of fun and talked about our resources. And we each told about a bunch of free stuff and then pitched one of our our products that are our paid ones. Um, and we had, I think, 3,000 people watch that. Wow. That hangout. So yeah. you were each kind of promoting it to your audiences for this yep. kind of big event leading yeah. up to it. Yeah, so that was a huge success, and we all got tons of traffic from each other's websites. So um, Luke and I are setting up another one this month because the National Speech Therapy Conference is this is next week, mm. and uh, neither Luke or I can go because we both have young children, and it's really expensive to go get a booth there and all that. Mm-hmm. So what we decided to do was we decided to do some networking at the event without going. <laughs> so we are setting up – we have set up a Facebook group. And it is the unofficial ASHA 2015 photo scavenger hunt. So all throughout the conference, we're going to be posting photo challenges for the people that are at the conference that are going to be um, things like go to this booth and take a picture or take a picture of somebody with the same uh, name, first name as you on your name tags. Um, and then they enter to win prizes. 
So we got a whole bunch of other bloggers in our niche to participate with us and give prizes away. So they will have um, the ability to have people go to their booth to uh, enter the contest or, um, you know, pull up their website, something like that. And then we're going to have alternative challenges for speech therapists that aren't going to ASHA so we can even reach a wider audience. And uh, we just started promoting that group and we already have like 192 people in it. So I think it's going to be fabulous. That's really fun. That That's so cool. And it, it, it's just interesting because, you know, coming from somebody who was working in schools a while back to now creating speech therapalooza in your own stuff. <laughs> like, what does that what does that feel like to know that you're, you're like doing this on your own? Oh, it's so fun. I, I just I the reason I got into speech therapy was because I love helping people and I love creating things. I'm a very creative person. And so being able to create things that help way more people than I ever would have reached in the schools is just like the ultimate and rewarding. I am, I am just feel so fulfilled with what I do now. So proud. That's awesome. And the, yeah. la- the last thing I have to, to ask you is you mentioned that, you know, you had a mindset shift a while back with your business and you decided to see how you could 10x your goals. And I think this is some, this is a big lesson. I think I want to end on this because it's just something that we should all be doing because we always underestimate our goals and we always try and just limit ourselves in terms of how far we can go. And so mm-hmm. you decided at one point to 10x your goals. That, tell me about that. Okay, so I have to give credit to, to Grant Cardone on this. Um, David from my mastermind groups will be really mad if I don't because he's the one that told me to read the book. Yeah. But I read the 10x rule. And um, although I do think that Grant Cardone is a little bit harsh <laughs> in the way he approaches things, I really liked his idea of, Thinking about instead of just taking your goal to where you think it needs to be, try to shoot for 10x because if you even if you fail, you're still probably going to go over what you were originally planning on making as your goal. So, for example, when I read this book, I I had been thinking, well, man, if I could get to 10,000 a month by December of 2015, that would just be that would just be incredible. I would really like that. And then I read the book and I thought, okay, well, let's 10 exit. So I thought, okay, I'm going to get to a hundred thousand a month by December, which sounds ridiculous. But I read that and decided on that in August and August was the month that I made $10,000. So what I, in my mind, what happened was instead of thinking, okay, what could I do to earn an extra $200? It was, oh man, I've got to make a lot of money this month. Okay. What could I do that would take the same amount of time, but would earn me $2,000. And so it mm. was it was a total mindset shift of instead of thinking of this as my, my side job of like, okay, well, this is just something I'm doing on the side to make a little extra money. It was, okay, if this was the premier speech therapy website in the world, what would I be doing? And I thought, well, I sure as heck wouldn't be doing my own website design anymore because I'm terrible at design and the website looked awful. <laughs> So I actually, this was about the time that I was on the um, One Day Business Breakthrough podcast because you and Chris were looking over my website and you guys were, you know, you were like, well, it looks like you've got everything here, but it's really hard to find stuff. Mm -hmm. And I had taken Amy Porterfield's um, Profit Lab course and she was also talking about how, you know, design was kind of a challenge and trying to find things. And I just thought, why am I still doing this? If this was the number one speech therapy website in the world, I'd hire someone to do that. So I hired somebody to redesign my website, and it looks amazing now. I hired somebody to do my social media. 
I hired somebody to help me answer emails because I had way too many of those. Um, and I hired somebody to help me make my email autoresponders better. So I started hiring out more and more and just changed my mindset of instead of just, uh, okay, what can I do on my own to try to make a little bit of money to what can I build a team to help me create this vast empire almost. So that was kind of my mindset mindset shift. I love it. I love how it just changed the actions that you wanted to take from that point forward. And I think this is something, I know this is something that, that I know that I've done very well. It's, you know, taking those big, bold actions. Because if you don't take those big, bold actions, you're, you're not going to get big, bold results. Exactly. And so, Carrie, just thank you so much for spending time with us today and sharing your story and all the t- tips. And it's just, man, I'm so proud of you. And, and I can't wait to hear how far you go with this. And we'll have to have you back on at some point to talk about everything you've done since then or so, since awesome. today. Yeah. Uh, so keep rocking it out. And, and thank you, because I know this has inspired a lot of people. And you know, as far as I, I know, this is scheduled to be the first podcast of 2016. Woo-hoo! And uh, so I want to thank you for that. And I think we're off to a great start here. And uh, my book should be coming out soon, too. So uh, I look forward to sharing that with everybody. And um, man, this is, uh, this is awesome. Carrie, so where can people find out more about you and, and, and just see what you're up to? Okay, you can go to speechandlanguagekids.com. And that is my my hub. It's got all my stuff there. Um, I'm also on Facebook and Twitter. You can just search me for Speech and Language Kids. Uh, but most of my stuff is uh, over there on the website. So head on over there. Awesome. And the website does look great. Yeah, it looks <laughs> so much better than it did. <laughs> I remember because I actually hadn't seen it for a while. And it, it does look so much better. So well yes. done. Yeah, they did a great job. <laughs> Keep up the great work, Harry. We appreciate you. All right. Thank you so much for having me on. Bye. All right, Carrie, thank you so much for your time and for sharing your story. And uh, for everybody else out there who wants to share their success story, all you have to do is send an email to pat at smartpassiveincome.com and put success story in the subject line. My executive assistant, Jessica, will put those in a specific folder. And when it comes time to look at those success stories to include them here on the podcast, I go through those and I find the best ones to share uh, because I know you guys love these and I hope you love this one too. So again, Carrie, thank you so much for your time. If you wanna get all the links and show notes to this episode, head on over to smartpassiveincome.com slash session 195. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash session 195. And uh, we're, we're off. This is the start of the new year. A lot of great stuff coming. You'll hear some stuff related to my upcoming book in the next couple of weeks because that is launching on February 1st. So really quick, if you wanna check out, uh, check out where that's at now, head on over to willitflybook.com. Again, that's a willitflybook.com. I, I'm so excited about that. Oh my gosh. Uh, but we'll talk more about that later. Also, I wanna take a quick moment just to thank you. I don't know if you realize this, but you've had, you, the listeners, have made a massive impact on the direction of where Smart Passive Income has gone. Uh, as a result of you, I've been interviewing certain guests that you've recommended. As a result of uh, your recommendations, I've been tackling different topics that are, that are of high interest to you. Uh, in addition to that, I created a brand new podcast called Ask Pat, which you may have heard of before. And on that show, I answer voicemail questions from you as well. You can actually check that out at askpat.com. But that wouldn't happen if it wasn't for you. Obviously, Ask Pat, there needs to be questions in addition to my answers in order to make that show a success, and, and I'm so thankful that uh, it's there, and, and I have you to thank for that. I also have you to thank for pushing me 
to create some online courses to help you through a number of the, of the different problems and pains that you might be having with your online business, uh, the, the scaling of it, just even the start and the process of it. Um, even though there's a lot of great free information here via the podcast, I know, and I know this from my own experience as well, courses can be life-changing because you you purchase a course and you are just in that mindset of actually doing that thing that that course tells you to, to do. And I have a number of different courses available to you if that's the kind of thing you need in order to actually finally start getting results and taking action so i know a number of you have already taken action which is fine like i'm not trying to push these courses on you but they are there and available for those of you who would much prefer to get that targeted information and the accountability and the hand-holding through those processes so if you want to check out and see all the courses that are available to you all you have to do is go to smartpassiveincome.com courses that's a page that's going to continually grow over time as well so keep checking back smartpassiveincome.com courses I look forward to uh, to hopefully seeing you there. Thank you so much. I look forward to serving you not only in the next episode, but all throughout this year, both on the podcast and on the blog and on SPI TV. Again, like I said, a lot of great stuff coming, not just the book, and I hope you are ready because I'm ready. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com. So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI, and today I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point, so I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray, and in it they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John, who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure, and it always finds a bright side. I really love it, and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it.